to Awakening Reformation, where Reformation awakens now. My name is Grant, and joined with me is my beautiful wife, Erica, the weaker vessel. Hello, everyone. Joined with us today is a very special guest from within the Reformed Rebel Network, Chris Poots. Welcome to the pod. podcast. Hey, guys. Am I the, if Eric is the weaker vessel, does that make me the weakest vessel or how does this work? Like how does the hierarchy go? Not biblically, but I don't know. Maybe we need to do some kind of arm wrestle. So like, I'm thinking like, it's like the weaker vessel and then the weakest vessel. (laughs) Well, I don't know. We'll we'll find out soon enough, won't we? October. I don't. I don't plan on doing much wrestling. So no arm wrestle. We'll do an arm wrestle. Oh man, no, no match. upper body strength, man. You got me on that. Okay. We'll we'll do a, a six part full body like who's got more core strength test. You I might. Florida. I might have you on Indian leg wrestling though. That's she's. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> thumb, thumb wrestling. I've never lost. I'm Can you say Indian Ooh. leg wrestling anymore? Is that racist? I don't know. Did it originate in India? <laughs> it, I, I think it's racist completely. I think it's totally racist. Great, so, you're Indian, right? I am. I am a. I am a fraction. Listen, Native as American. long as we have a minority who is the offended party who gives us the okay, then we're fine. Listen, my 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 receipts is a picture my mom has at her at her house of some I don't know great 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 grandpa headdress and everything Native American chief looking guy I'm not trying to to jest at all right now so there's my receipts you're you're good you're good it works (laughs) um he's got the nose too I have a fat nose is what she's saying He's got the Indian nose. Got Indian nose. So the high cheekbones and the high cheekbones and a little fat nose. It's not a fat yeah. nose. There you go. See, Chris agrees. <laughs> Pootie agrees. We're good to go. So, because Grant has the Indian nose, we can do the Indian leg wrestle without. Sounds good. Someone being offended. Sounds great. All right. Hey, get this. Uh, I want to get this out of the way. Our little admin notes. If you guys want to find out more about the Reformed Rebel Network or about our show, about the Rebel Podcast and all the other things that we have going on, go follow us on social media. Go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, hit the bell so you get notified when we put out more content. And if you want to financially support the network, go to patreon.com slash reformed rebel and you can support us there. And if you do become a patron, just know that a whole bunch of goodies will get unlocked for your consumption. And I think that's about it. Subscribe, give us reviews. It helps put our content in front of uh, new listeners. So we greatly appreciate it. Amen. So where are you thinking, Pootie? You got some Well, I was just going to say the the, uh, Rebel podcast, since I'm here, We'll be yes. coming soon. We're, we're on our way back from our brief COVID hi- hiatus. So, <laughs> Listen, we understand COVID has us. changed the world 
And I, I know I have definitely missed Rebel Podcast every week. I'm not going to lie. Like my, my weekly podcast listening is just not the same when I don't have you and Nate. The croonings. Yeah. It's just not the same. I miss, I miss the Rebel News and I miss whatever other trouble you guys get yourself into. I, I, I really miss just trying to get a word in. So like <laughs> with Nate, like he just keeps talking and I try to, I try to jump in. He just cuts me off. It's great. I can't, I can't wait to get back to it. Yeah. I love, yeah. That's I love, great. I love, I love Bergenham when he's not here. To the <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can. Cause otherwise you, you wouldn't get a word in edgewise. Right. Well, the other thing is he's, he's too smart for me. So like he would twist that around and find a way to burn me. <laughs> but when he's not here to do it, it works out good. So. You're you're the victor as long as he's not here. <laughs> as long as he's not here. Oh, uh, I hope Nate has a good time listening to this. <laughs> All right. Well, since we have Pooty on this episode, I had a news article that I wanted to talk to Pooty about and get his thoughts about, as they normally do, the Rebel News, and Amazing. and this comes from. Martinez, California. It looks like local 21 news. And it says CNN news source. So, so we know it's legit. So you know it's 100% fact. You can you can trust it. You can, you can trust it. Totally trust it. <laughs> um okay, this is the headline. White lives matter found painted on street police investigating. Police are looking for who painted the words White Lives Matter in Martinez, California. The incident happened Monday night when those roads or when those words were written on the roadway. And so I just want to read, okay, a Black Lives Matter supporter named Jeff Christensen said, what I saw was hate speech written on the ground and we're not going to tolerate it. Can I offer something? Yep. Just another side piece to the story okay as we speak across from trump trump tower in manhattan there is a group of people who have the okay from the mayor de blasio to make a large mural directly across from trump tower that says black lives matter i know it's two different states california and new york but two of the exact same messages just two different ethnicities and go so one more quote from a resident in that area, Pooty, before I want to get your thoughts. One resident was heard saying, this is, this is the stellar uh, journalism from CNN. It Stop says, notch. one resident was heard saying, that's right. We're not going to tolerate this in our neighborhood. We're not going to take this kind of hate. Can we just like insert the little clip like, we're not going to take it. Yeah, we can do it. No, we ain't going to take it. (laughs) All right, Pooty. So I got got lots to say on that. Um, I love it. (laughs) I'm trying to think of how to say this. Okay, so first first thing I want to point out is like, um, what what a backwards world that we live in that that we can't see the the fault in saying like, if, if I'm allowed to say Black Lives Matter, which I think right now, I'll be celebrated when I say that. Um, and I can't say that white lives matter, that the inconsistency of the fact that I'm not allowed to say that both, because the thing is like, 
just because I say white lives matter doesn't mean doesn't equal that I'm saying black lives don't matter. And right. and at this point, just like likewise, they would say black. If I say black lives matter, isn't saying that mm-hmm. white lives, yep. Chinese lives, whatever lives don't matter. But we've we've flipped it to the point where we're we're so afraid to say that white anything is good, because that somehow implies that black isn't better or isn't isn't mm-hmm. equal. And I think I think we need to do away with this is why this is why I haven't gotten involved in any of the like BL, BLM stuff or anything. Well, one of the reasons, but. Um, is because like fundamentally it's saying that like the other isn't as important and that's not i think that's not biblical it's not the the gospel says that every life is equal and every life is important and valid and to celebrate one over the other isn't isn't a thing um so the other the second part i wanted to point out is like a police investigation for writing that white lives matter what crime is committed by saying white lives matter how is that like hate speech um because at worst, it'd be vandalism, right? Right, and that's the thing. No one in the article talks about what a terrible crime of vandalism this was. They just talk about how hateful. Well, because we can't talk about was. vandalism without immediately pointing back to Black Lives Matter and, and the all riots. the looting and rioting. Right. I mean, it would just be absurd. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and um, I think I think it fundamentally comes down to the fact that right right now. I'll say in America, right? I just mean in Western culture. So, mm-hmm. like um, in the Western world, being being pro or proud to be like Caucasian is not a good thing at this at this point. And I, and I don't I don't want to open up a huge can in terms of like where we stand in terms of yeah. like, um, Black Lives Matter or anything because I don't want you guys to not you two, but I don't want anybody to hear that I'm saying that Black Black Lives don't matter. But I think yeah. I think we've taken it to the point where the real virtue signal that everybody wants to hear is that we say that white lives don't matter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nobody's saying that. I think all of our actions in terms of people saying it's hate speech. I saw, I saw something recently where it was a picture of a white family, like the nuclear family. And a comment on it was, this is literally terrorism. It's not the same like, thing. Yeah. You, with all the children. I'm like, no, that isn't, that isn't the same thing as what, what's happening. That's actually man. Like that's black families mandate and white families mandate is to right. populate and, and, and do the things there's no different mandate for any of us um and i, th- I just think we we've, we've lost objectivity in terms of what we're actually fighting for in terms of like black lives matter we um we we want equality in terms of like no systematic racism we don't want i'm i'm appalled at the fact that like there is policemen and, and things like that to do act in a racist way right. um, mm-hmm. towards towards minorities but i'm just as appalled when they act that way towards mexicans or they act that way towards white people I'm, yeah mm-hmm. like I, I think we need to fight the issue not the color if that makes sense i don't i don't know if that particularly uh, very well i'm rusty on the rebel news i should point that out <laughs> there's no partiality according to god's law so you can't be partial towards white people and you can't be partial towards black people or right. any other variation it's all wickedness in god's eyes right and they're all made in the image of God. So like that needs to be your operative principle with how you deal Mm -hmm. with other humans is that all are made in the image of God, which is why we have taken such a strong pro-life stance and attacked uh, abortion in Canada and America with what we've done in the network because every single one of those babies are made in the image of God and are a person. And so we fight for the injustice that's done to them. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Well, you can, you, like the 
the part with the the thing I, I get into this fight often not online but in person um because i've often said exactly what you said like you can't i can't say black lives matter until we say that all black lives matter so the unborn black lives matter and if if you're looking at what's the biggest injustice that's the biggest injustice mm -hmm. in the black community in the western world is that we're systematically destroying them mm -hmm. i read a stat and i think it's specific to new york but it might be for all of north america where it's like more black babies are aborted than black babies are born right. and yeah. You, you can't you can't rationally say black lives matter until you stop the main thing that's killing black lives matter it's like a it's like and i and i i'm gonna do something that i hate generally when people do is it's bring up the holocaust but you can't you can't <laughs> say jewish lives matter and then be putting them to death in the gas chamber mm -hmm. right it's, yep. and that's exactly what we're doing in terms of black lives we're, we're putting them to death before they even get to to flourish in this yeah. world and then on the other hand, we're saying Black Lives Matter. And it's funny that Planned Parenthood is one of the people that are saying Black Lives Matter when it's like, wait, you're the one killing all of them. So mm -hmm. how can you say this? And then, and then two, like, I'm assuming everybody's read the reports about Chicago and the violence in the States. Like, we, we, need, we need that to stop as much as we need systematic racism in, place, in places mm -hmm. like Portland and, and Minnesota, which is terrible things, don't get me wrong. But like, we can't say that Black Lives Matter, and then still be sitting idly by watching Chicago have 59 shooting deaths in yeah, the last crazy. weekend. Yeah, crazy. Like, like there's, a, there's a running joke in, um, in basically in some people that I know that are from Chicago um, that we call it Chirac. And it's like, it's because oh, it's man. a war zone. It's, it's ridiculous. Yep. And it's one of these things where it's like, I'm, I'm fine to get behind Black Lives Matter in terms of those things if we're, if we're lumping it all in together let's stop mm -hmm. abortion I'm, I'm with you guys let's stop the, the violence in chicago i'm with you i'm with you guys what i'm not with is let's let's just claim like play the victim and, and say black lives matter but only in the ones that i care about or the ones that are affecting me daily um sorry i just went on a bit of a rant there but no you know you're spot on because the more and more what we see right now um is that there's there doesn't seem to be any end game in their mind even. And the Bible talks about how um, basically sin is never satisfied. I can't mm -hmm. remember the exact wording of the proverb, but I've always said. Um, well, and sin when fully grown brings death. Yeah. But like sin is never full. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just going to keep eating. And that is exactly what we're seeing. So that's why we continue to see. Um, you know, monuments being torn down or whatever, because it, it just has anything to do with whiteness. And so, it I don't even, even think so it necessarily bad, has to do with whiteness because they're even tearing down that's what monuments. They say. That's what they say. Of black abolitionists, right? Yeah. But, and so it's yeah. just a, it's a need to consume. Something. Well, it was their uh, attachment to any kind of white person, I think. But I don't know that. But like anything, they just that disagrees with them is pretty much being labeled. See, and I think they've Why? even moved past it being logical like that, right? Like maybe yeah. when it started, they used George Floyd as their excuse to kick off. True. But I don't think that we're, when we've gone so far past mm -hmm. George Floyd, and now we're just like a ravenous creature that must right. consume anything that's in its path. And yeah. we're not picky anymore. Now we'll just, if you're a black abolitionist, if you're on our pathway, we're taking you out. It doesn't even matter. Like it's, and yeah, you're, totally right and i think had this person spray painted i love i love 
white people, this, this article would have still said, I saw these words of hate. Mm -hmm. You're like, it's the opposite word. <laughs> it literally probably could have said, I like white crayons, and it would have been considered right. something. Exactly. Like, it could anything. have been anything. Right. So it's, did you have any other, any more thoughts on there, on this uh, yeah, I, incident? Yeah, I, 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 I always have thoughts on these things. So um, <laughs> I, I just think, I think, like, when you're looking, when you're looking at, like, our, cur our current culture, so, like, I, I mentioned off, off, uh, recording that um going through the book of joshua in, in my small group and one of the one of the big themes in the book of joshua is god tells his people to remember what he's done for them and so like he leads them well first in exodus he lead, led them out of egypt but then a, he repeats the whole miracle and the whole thing again in joshua where he gets them across the jordan mm -hmm. and it's like the mirror and then he's like make a make a statue leave it up for all generations to see to remember what i've done for you mm -hmm. and it's like if you if you think about that for a second, yeah, he it's part of it's to remember the miracle that God did, making them cross the Jordan, foreshadowing the miracle that He's going to do in Jericho, that He's going to do through the Promised Land, and the miracle that He's going to do in the, in the world through Israel. But He's but it's also a, remember the fact that you spent forty years in the wilderness, getting ready to do this. It yeah. is it's also remember five hundred years of slavery in Egypt before you were ready to be where you are now as a people, and it's like. There, there's no command in, in scripture for us to forget. There's commands that say God will not hold it against us. He won't, like, he won't hold us, our sin against us. But we're, off, we're constantly told to remember mm -hmm. or to remember what, what has come before so that we don't repeat and so mm -hmm. that we don't fall yeah. into the same trap. So in terms of the, the statues being torn down and all of these um, historical monuments, which I 100% agree, Half of them now aren't. It's not even about what they what they originally stood for. Yeah. But even if all of those statues that were, if it was only the statues that were of people who were pro slavery or pro um, racists and stuff like that, it's valuable for us as a society to keep those statues up as a reminder to not mm -hmm. fall back into those to those same traps. Removing them, and I know I know I know the pushback people will have will be like, well, removing them doesn't cause us to forget right away. And I agree, but like mm -hmm. 50 years from now, people aren't going to have that reminder to know, to ask, like your kids aren't going to come to you and be like, what does that statue stand for? And you're not going right. to be able to tell them now because that statue isn't there for them to look at. And the truth is nobody gets taught history anymore. There's, this mm -hmm. is the reason yeah. why there are people who think the earth is flat and there are people who <laughs> think that the Holocaust never happened because yeah. they just don't get taught history anymore because it's not a, it's not a fun, popular topic because it doesn't, it doesn't paint all of us in a great light. Mm -hmm. And so like that, that's my one thing on, on that. And the other thing is like um, this whole, this whole thing, it, it's irritating. I think it's more irritating for Christians than it is for non-Christians, if that makes sense, just because this is a perversion of one of the best moments in history. So one of the best moments in history is the time of Pentecost when God pours out his spirit and all of the people come back together and they hear each other in the same language. They, they don't, they no longer, have the division that God gave them at the Tower of Babel in terms of language and ethnicity, not being able to understand each other. God reverses that at, at, at Pentecost temporarily, but he reverses it yeah. so that everybody can hear in there. And the, the imagery in the picture there is that God is something that was a punishment has been reproached when, when Pentecost happened and it brought everybody back together so they could all hear the beautiful, beautiful gospel, which is what we all actually need 
in each of their own individual languages so that they could take that gospel back to their people. And I think it's a, all of this cancel culture and all of this, uh, this stuff that's happening right now, particularly in the United States, but it feels like it's permeating like Canada and everywhere else as well, mm -hmm. is, is particularly, I think, upsetting for Christians because it's, it's a perversion of something that was already kind of already dealt with. And it's, and it's also a perversion in the fact, sorry, I'm going all off now. It's also no, it's a perversion good. of the fact that, uh, that you, you said it, what's the end game? There is no end game for this because the end, mm -hmm. the only way to solve this problem is the gospel. So yeah. the only way to solve all of the issues that this, uh, like cancel culture is what I'll call it, has, has risen, has, has, is that we need pastors to go back to the hood. We need, we need black pastors who get trained up and take the gospel back to South Central and take it back to Cabrini Green in Chicago and take it back to these places like Harlem and things like that and 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 share the only solution for the, the problem is the gospel. And I think like, until we have a generation of people who are saying Black Lives Matter and here's what I'm gonna do about it, I'm gonna take them the thing, the thing that actually solves the problem, removes fatherlessness, removes guilt and shame, which is mm -hmm. the gospel, then I don't think we're actually ever gonna solve the problem. All we're gonna do is keep eating each other. Mm -hmm. and like the the, the 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 sad part is it doesn't seem like it's going to get better at the moment so um that was my like 55 cents worth of information, um about <laughs> no, all I, of that so you're right it's so, jesus that's really the solution i'm sitting here listening yeah, to yeah. you talk and think in a society where people have been isolated from each other for months churches have been forbidden to meet and congregations have not been able to have a proper communion which unites us to Christ could this type of division racism um race baiting kind of thing happen right we always say like judgment begins in the house of the lord and we have said from the very beginning how ashamed we are of so many churches who took the back seat were super cowardice and then i look at our our society where we have divisions, we have uh, pastors who are too cowardly to actually speak in and say, no, the gospel fixes this actually. Like no amounts of murals painted can fix this problem. It must be the gospel. And you look at cowardly pastors, divisions in the church, and you think some of this is our fault. A lot of this is our fault. Well, I think, I think church being taken away is a huge aspect because you know how when you're a kid and as soon as like the parents leave, you're like instantly getting into some sort of mischief. You're eating the toaster strudel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that sounds wicked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, cause that restraint has sort of gone away, you know? And so now you kind of feel like, Oh, what can I get into? Well, as soon as all these you know people in America stopped going to church that restraint or at least that influence mm -hmm. of being you know with the other people of god and um it's like mom and dad has had kind of left you know what i mean i didn't i haven't seen my pastor in weeks or you know whatever and oh and you don't have truth being talked to you true right. story though totally random but one time when i was like nine ten my parents left me with my older brother who's three years older than me yeah. and we got our 
Daisy BB guns out and we climbed on top of our roof and we were shooting at birds and the neighbor <laughs> called my mom and told her what we were doing. So that's what happens. Violence happens when mom leaves and exactly. there's no one watching the kids. Just saying. Bird yeah, lives I, matter too. Bird lives do <laughs> bird matter. Lives do matter. <laughs> uh, but not as much as people lives. Uh, not that what we can actually say. I think we're allowed to say that. Uh, yeah, that's right. So far. Yeah. So yeah, as of now, <laughs> I, I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. Like um, th- this, this is a glimpse of what culture is like when the church is absent. So mm-hmm. um, for all the people who um, think the solution to all of our problems is to get rid of the church and, and to get rid of Christianity totally. Cause let's, let's be right up front. That's part of the agenda mm-hmm. in, the, in the cancel yep. culture is to get rid of, is to cancel Jesus. Right. right? So if, if you look at um, the chop zone and like a lot of the riots and stuff, this is, this is what it looks like to live in a world where there isn't the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like we, we, we are, well, the Bible tells us we are that we are the light of the world, like not us, but the, the Jesus is the light of the world. We're, we're salt and light to the, to the world around us. We're also kind of the plug. And I, and I mean that in terms of like, if you, if you're in a bathtub and you pull a plug, the water just rushes through and it's uncontrollable. Yeah. But if you put the plug and pull up just a little bit, some water still gets through, but we, ba- but we hold it kind of together. And I think, and I think what we're seeing is an, an example, a, a glimpse of what the world is like when the church is absent from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think Erica, you're, you're spot on. We, we, we quickly deter, I think we quickly looked at, and see the churches that are about the social and the like um, social club, the social aspect of church versus the, who are going to be the people who are brave to stand for it. And I'm not, I'm not saying every, every pastor has their own conscience in terms of where they needed, what they needed to do, what it looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, and I think that changed from day one to day 15 of, right. of the COVID, the COVID thing. Um, but I think like, there's that quote, which we probably say all the time on the rebels. You guys probably say it all the time too, but like the, the church needs brave men and, the, and faithful men. And then the, like other people will come behind them and write books about them, like kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I think, and I think we've seen, and I think we are seeing during this time who the, who the, the cowards are and who the leaders are during this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And I think, I think we need more people who, are trained up to be leaders in, in the church to who aren't going to capitulate to um, basically society around us. The Bible very clearly tells us that we it's we're, we're to be obedient and God will take care of our safety. God will take care of all those other things around him. And sometimes that means we are going to get stoned and beat and burned. That's fine. Canceled. But like ca- canceled mm. ourselves. <laughs> um, but like, it's it's God's it's God it's God's providence to, to worry yep. about those things. Yep. We're our providence is to be faithful and obedient, and I think we need more people who are going to do those things because as we're seeing in culture, take the church away for a week and all of a sudden we got people yep. f- throwing firecrackers at homeless people. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. So there's a yeah. lot of scattered like sheep and no shepherd to shepherd them. Exactly. Yeah. Good. And it, um without naming names or because i don't know if you guys want to do that but like oh we love naming names (laughs) i've I've actually been very disappointed with a lot of the people i like um (laughs) a lot of the a lot of the pastors i i would have said prior to covid that i looked up to yeah just with how they've responded during covid 
Um, so like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys in now, and some of them, I still think like, <clears throat> you know what, we all, we all make mistakes. We all, there are areas that we are weak in or strong in or whatnot, but I've, I've been actually shocked with a, a n- number of the people that I like look to how weak they've been during like spineless they've been during COVID. So. Indeed. Like, like who? No, you're not going to. Actually, we <laughs> mentioned some last week and we got some questions about yeah, one we, of them. Did we? Well, like Matt yeah. Chandler. Matt Chandler yeah. would be one that I would say. I'm, I'm a little, uh, me and, me and Nate actually talked about him recently and then I went back and listened to some of the things he said and it's like, I, I get I get what he's trying to do, but he, like what we basically tried to do is he was just trying to please everybody. And I'm like, the gospel never says never to works. please everybody. In fact, the, 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 like Jesus actually says, be weary if everybody thinks positively mm-hmm. of you. Exactly. And so that would yeah. imply that there's, there's, it's a good barometer to how successful and how, and how faithful your ministry is if there are people who are against your ministry if that makes mm-hmm. sense you know what i mean yeah. uh, and then i think like i don't think you should set out purposely to like tick people no. off but i mean like the gospel is an offensive thing and so right. if you're if you're being true to it you're going to offend and you're going to offend probably most people so um he would be he would be one that i've 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 been fairly disappointed in i would say um i'm I'm just always typically disappointed in guys like Keller. Um, so New York boy for you guys, but I mean, like, I mean, I don't even know if he said anything. Did he you? has cancer right now. I think he's yeah, been pretty true. out of the he did get cancer. I don't know. Oh, that might be why he hasn't said much. <laughs> Maybe no. He did a few. Wow. He did a few like Bible studies from the office, like little video studies yeah, from. We his get office emails from Redeemer still, but I don't think we've gotten much from them at all. He's getting treatment right now. Yeah. And we pray that he. After the MLK MLK fifty conference, I, no pun intended, blacklisted a lot of those evangelical teachers. After yeah, listening to some of bad. their their like I don't even want to call it like a sermon or a teaching, Talk, it lecture. was terrible. A lot of them were terrible. Matt Chandler was straight up blasphemous, and I wouldn't touch that man with a ten foot pole. Just saying. And this is someone we almost listen to every sermon. And I loved Matt Chandler. Yeah. yeah, he was one of the guys that like brought us into like reformed him. I know. Yeah. I know. Good. I get there's like there's like a list of like ten names I yeah. can rattle off. That's so disappointing. But so that was good, Pootie. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, um, I just put up half your show. <laughs> I love it. We can do two parts. We can do as much content as we want. That's true. We've been kind of slow on the content thing anyway. So, I mean, you know. So, maybe. That's right. Do what I want. Um, Do you hear our neighbors? Can you hear our neighbors? So, hold on. Hold on real quick. So, right now, I'm there. This episode might be done right now, but also maybe not. (laughs) So, we'll see. What are we at time wise? I don't know. I don't think think, uh, this thing tells me the time. Well, that's fun. So it's all just kind of up in the air. But no idea. if this turns into two parts, that would be a pretty funny ending to the episode. And then we'll just kind of have a random start to part two. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm here for it. So I'm here's part two. Part Say what? two, holla. I just started hey, timing. That's Pootie. <laughs> Pootie, and we're doing part two now. <laughs> and that's Erica, the weaker vessel, doing part two now.
Still here. And, Still and those are our guys. neighbors who are having a house party above us. I can't, I can't, I can't hear them. So they have recently taken up uh, river dancing or clogging or whatever it is. Or adopted you know, a herd of reindeer. I bet, you, I bet you it's shuffle dancing. Have you seen this on TikTok? Is this like a thing that you guys have down there? Like, Listen, I don't frequent Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's just always on Facebook. Every time I scroll through, really? there's people doing like a shuffle dance on Facebook. Yeah, you know, like the little... That's probably what they're doing, Bieber. for real. 100% I guarantee that's what they're doing. People, people got nothing to do, man. They can't go out. They, they're just they're pent stuck up. in their houses. That's probably so, what they're doing because everyone is obsessed with TikTok. So I, I confess I'm not on TikTok. So if anybody I, was wondering, I happily uh, confess that as well. Good. I am on TikTok, but I don't ever post anything. Yeah, not the, gonna lie. The day <laughs> Erica sits around and <laughs> practices a dance to then. Nah. <laughs> I will say who has. Who are you and what have you done with my wife? <laughs> that, that's great Patreon content. If you if we if people donate the money, if they get thousand dollars, <laughs> we can get Erica to do a TikTok dance. <laughs> That'd be the and new Jesus goal. Freak. This might be like oh, PG thirteen nice. content, but when I was in Bible college, I had this one guy friend who is like a really good swing dancer. And I thought that looks super fun. You get to wear like the fifties skirts and like go to a dance. It's like teach me but we couldn't dance at Bible college because that's too sensual, even it though it wasn't at all sensual. So we had to go across the street to the parking lot. What parking lot was gas it? Gas station, like a, just a gas station. It was, it was a big parking lot. So yeah. we would dance in the parking lot, super lit, in the middle of everything, whatever. Little shopping strip or whatever. My friend was a big, was a very big Haitian man, very large. And someone called the cops because they thought I was being raped in the parking lot. So that goes to tell you how terrible my dancing is. I do not dance <laughs> because it looks very not good. It actually just looks like you're being attacked. It just looks like I'm being mugged. <laughs> That's amazing. It's oh, so good. That's oh, so funny. Uh, so there you go. Story. I never heard this before. But like I really don't have a lot to say to that. Uh, that's that's I'm not speechless often, but right here is a. We're gonna get into some heavy content. So you gotta break it up with like something. Yeah. Embarrassing. That's super good, babe. Yeah. I wonder how he's doing. They say actually. when people tell stories about themselves, it makes people relate to them. <laughs> Do you think there's? I don't many know who if people relate, relate to, to us, or if they'll just be mostly scared of us. Ah.